Morning. Morning, Jerry. Good morning, Yumi. How are you going? Oh, well, we're back in lockdown. Yes, we are. <laughs> it's very exciting. We're relying on Uber to eat and the Australia Post comes to the door to make deliveries. Otherwise, we're not really doing very much. We're just sort of waiting for the threat to pass again. <sighs> You're going to think that the issue I want to raise is oh, yes. me having a go at you and everybody okay. in the All secret right. city that's in lockdown. But the Bring it thing, on. <laughs> the, the issue which is on oh, yes. my mind mm. is running into people. Um, oh, God. <laughs> running into See, well, I've got a reaction, oh. even though you are, in fact, not running into people or no, true, <laughs> have no true. immediate hopes of running into anyone. No, no hopes um, of running into anyone. Even if you live in a large secret city, you will run into people. Um, you'll run into people in daily life. You'll run into people when you're traveling. Haha, <laughs> remember travel. Um, yeah, oh, yes. what, 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 what's your stand on that? Do you <sighs> love it? Uh, do you embrace the awkwardness? How, well, how do we reconcile what that? What do we do with the running, the running into, well, you have to, oh gosh, it, you got to figure out which story you're in. And I'm usually wearing the wrong attire. I'm, <laughs> It's usually something very comfortable, but not that flattering. Is what it something with an elasticized waist? It's <laughs> probably got a bit of elastic going on there because I I try and get back into tailored gear, and I my body just goes, we're not that comfortable, and who cares anyway? Which I know is wrong. I'm sure that's very wrong. Right, running into people. Oh, well, just I think you fall back on that that those social skills that you were taught when you were under the age of six. Hello, how are you? How have you been? <laughs> and inside you're going, I have no idea what to say. And who, and I can't even remember which version of me you knew. That's one problem that you've got when you change, you know. You're like, oh, we're not in a shared storyline anymore, so what storyline are we in? I, I, I've never heard of this concept <laughs> of storyline. <laughs> but when I'm out and about, I'm yes. mainly, I think, in the storyline of, I just want to be alone. Oh, <laughs> just yeah. well, stop the I'm world. Becoming, I want to get off. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's so, just short. I, I'm becoming more uh, like but that. But then, yeah. if you yes. are in lockdown, or if you ah, do yes. move within um, cities in secret country, uh, then <laughs> you can miss running into people. That that sounds oh, crazy. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, because we came from a state that was a, a, a social in a different way. Like the first barbecue I went to in my secret city many, many years ago when I first arrived, I mean, it was probably me being forgetful and absent-minded, but I didn't bring any meat to the barbecue. And it's a like secret cities, my secret city has a tradition of when you go to a barbecue, you bring your own meat. I know, see, I can see you frowning as well. And I was like, so I was caught without sausages or steak. And that was very awkward. I don't think I recovered. I still haven't recovered from, from that faux pas. This I is hilarious. Did you have to pretend to be vegetarian? I, 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 they asked me that and I fumbled that one as well. I'm like, I didn't want to say no from Queensland where you 
if you get invited to a barbecue, you generally put on the meat. I, I didn't know what to do, so I just said, I'm just having a vegetarian week. And I was, <laughs> <laughs> so I had some. Like, wow. Well yeah, handled. Yeah, yeah, it was. And I just, you know, and then you've got that to deal with that internal cringe, the the horror of all awkwardnesses. Yeah. God, I still remember the sting of that. That was, I was like, man, how, of course. I was like, shouldn't I have known that? You bring sausages, steak. Then there's the issue of the cooler and I'm a terrible navigator anyway and we didn't have the GPS on the helpful smartphone, which if I didn't have that, I don't think I'd find my way out of a paper bag. Wow. Wow. Anyway, it's sorry. a miracle you survived the barbecue <laughs> at all. I know. I know. It is a miracle and I I still feel the horror of it. <laughs> and, and you didn't even discuss things politically and the barbecue oh, was still challenging. No. Well, <laughs> or maybe you did. And the worst thing was they were trying to be nice to me because I was from somewhere else, which is not always the case in the secret city that, you know, you don't always get that level. But they were trying to, like, be nice to me and I mucked up and didn't bring the bloody meat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. So you run into people in your secret city, do you All still? All the or, time. Oh, my God. All the time. I even go through phases where there is uh, a certain person that I might run into. Oh and later on at a function, I saw that certain person and I said, you're my person that I always run into. And oh, he did, did not he deny did, the relationship. No, no, he agreed oh that we were each other's person that we would that run into. A, you've got a person. Oh, Jerry, um, that's lovely. I, 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 my person's disappeared. I don't run into him anymore. Oh. I, maybe I need a new person to have that, not, you know, oh, constant yeah. awkwardness yeah. because then it sort of transcends awkwardness and becomes a sort of shared <laughs> joke. Uh, so now mm-hmm. it's yep. not really running into a community member. Oh. I think it's exactly what you said. I think you're on the money. It's running into someone who knows a different version of yourself. Yeah, different storyline. Um, yeah. yeah, a different storyline. And that person, it, you know, we're not pinning this on clients who you know, have the right <laughs> to move freely around any secret city they wish. <laughs> what And, and what oh, I think the trigger oh. is is does that person bring up the past for you? Because that is a surprising um, bringing up of the past. It's it's a bit of an ambush, like, ah! Oh, oh, man. And sometimes the past is quite complicated, especially if you've got some legacy. There are a few legacy people from my adolescence that I suspect followed me to the secret city. I know that sounds very... um, like I'm selling tickets, but I, I, I don't mean it that way. It was a bit alarming how that occurred. Like I, I made the shift to the secret city, went back home for a barbecue where meat was provided, and then, the, the, right. and then the, there was a gathering and then a lot of like silence while I described my move to the secret city. And then afterwards, some of those members of that group of the audience members, they've arrived in my secret city. I didn't really know how to take that. It kind of bothered me. I was like, it's a Did bit not quite right. Did you sell the secret city? Did you um, give glowing reports well, of your move? I think we've all Did had moments like this. Did you tell them about <laughs> how their meat intake could possibly well, be under threat? I don't know. I, I Well, in our old secret city, 
there was, of course, the social life, you know. So I, I was out with the um, medical specialists that night or, or the becoming medical specialists, not, not psychologists who I don't think really have, they have a bit of an identity crisis in the health sector in groups of other health professionals. So I was there having one of those moments and they were all looking at me because there's this sort of this mantle of awe that descends around you when you mention you're a psychologist in a group of professionals. They're like, oh, that must be interesting. But really it's like interesting. You're not quite sure what the word means. Is it is it interesting or interesting? Yes. <laughs> you, just don't, you don't really know what, what it means. So I was there thinking, oh, I've got to try and keep up with the pack here. So we had, um, and well, we had a whole lot of anaesthetists, which, you know, I mean, we could, we could say a lot of things about the choices that you make to become an anaesthetist, about your passions in life, like putting people to sleep. It's a very important job. Anyway, I was standing there. I had to come up with the story, what I was up to, and I can't remember exactly what I told, but I, tr- I tried to um, um, liven it up a bit, I think, and... This is before I knew I could tell stories, and there was a bit of a spellbound response, so I kept going. I felt encouraged. <laughs> the next thing I know, there's three of them have popped up in the secret city. So I don't know what that means. I felt quite nervous and hid further in the mountains where I live <laughs> in the secret city. <laughs> could be any mountains. Could be could be some local to central part of town. What are we talking about today? Oh. Yeah, anyway, back to let's say, yeah. So if you run into people, how do you handle it? I just try well, and I don't it doesn't happen that often. You I don't handle no, it. <laughs> I have no expectations of myself. I just assume I'm gonna handle it the wrong way. <laughs> uh, and it's gonna be awkward and oh. that this is a part of life. So total, total acceptance. I sound like an act practitioner here. Oh, oh yes, yes. Let's embrace committing to the experience. Yes, the awkwardness. Yeah, and, oh. and I've never really grasped that professional standard of pretending like you don't know the person. I think that's because I started out child and adolescent, and what kind of <laughs> no. hopeless individual oh. would ignore a child? So it's actually easier when it's a kid because you can, you know, smile and look glad to see them, and I feel like that's in my repertoire. That's a real I can thing. Do that, yeah. <laughs> you know. But you okay. know, should I ignore them? Should I not ignore them? You know, um, it, it's oh. really, it's really tricky. But, but, but it's tricky in a kind of expected way, and we all find it tricky. I think the bringing up of the past is harder because you can be completely untriggered and the past comes <laughs> yeah. up. You can be just wandering down the street and suddenly, you know, this is CBT in action. Suddenly you start thinking about <laughs> difficult period of time when oh, you're God. undermined That's, and threatened oh. and you become angry, oh. right? I, I don't know, like maybe my this life. is just me. <laughs> Did you just say sounds like my life? Yeah, it does. It does. It sounds like a normal day at the office for me. Like that's just that's just life in the big city, in the big secret city. No, I hear what you're saying. What do you do if you yeah. went in? But it's, I think the other person positions you in their storyline, their narrative in a way that I barely understood at the time because I was the weird person all the time, which I've now learned is a good thing. But when you're a, when you're a kid or an adolescent, being weird's not exactly what, well, it's, you don't, you don't, you have to grow into it, I think. You need to, yes. It's sort of like it's like a, a, a clothes that don't fit when you're younger. Mm. No one's, but when you're older, being weird is awesome. It's the thing to be, Jerry. Weird. 
Embrace the yeah. weird. Yeah. You know, what else is going on? What, you know, boring? <laughs> What's the yes. alternative? Yeah. Yeah. And it's so hard. And people who uh, the barbecue features in, in this train of thought too. Oh, good. Maybe, so barbecue. Please, good-o. Please. <laughs> trigger warning stay with stay with, <laughs> stay me with me and everyone else who's traumatized by barbecues <laughs> uh, for whatever reason yeah yeah uh, so do you get the feeling that there's some people particularly in our old shared secret city yeah who have friends from high school that they stuck oh, with yeah and a fairly standard life script. I'm not saying yeah. that, no, yeah. that nothing that difficult things haven't happened to them, because of course difficult things happen to everyone. Yeah, but that true. they have a fairly standard life script and are still friends with people they went to high school with. And yeah. anyone yeah. who has a different life script who maybe has to <laughs> shift secret cities <laughs> is going to do it tough. Uh, because the standard life script people are dominant. Now, is this just an old-fashioned mm, way no. of looking at the world? Is society so much more fluid and diverse and multicultural with all different kinds of people all mixed in together and everybody has such wonderfully unique and intriguing life scripts? Uh, it, it is the standard life script still friends with people they went to school with, barbecue-going person, <laughs> are they a myth? Are they no, the dark no. shadow side well, of that's, the yes, weird adults? <laughs> um, please, yes. your thoughts. First of all, did yeah. you understand right. all of that? Yeah, no, I got you. Like I love the open manic style of self just self sort of rambling summary I, lo- I love it that I, I feel perfectly at home with this sort of talk I love it stream of consciousness bring it on but let's try and digest what the hell you're asking for, for someone who might have got a bit lost in there so what you're saying is there's a there's like a the unlived life I think is what you're sort of talking about so there's like a standard kind of script for being human you're a kid then you're a young person then you're a young adult and maybe you go you're to uni yeah, you get trained, you get yourself a job, you find a partner, attempt to, to make a family in some form or or not, but you, you but your family might be you and a partner. And that's kind of that's life. And then and for some people that works and nothing kind of disturbs it. I don't think you, it's that many you people. You left out but, the real estate components oh. of that, but I'm with you in broad brush strokes there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so uh, this was the these 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 beings were gathered at the aforementioned barbecue way back when when I was talking to the medical specialists, and and I, I don't know if anyone will ever remember that barbecue, but I was bored out of my brain. <laughs> I was just so <laughs> bored. I was like, what? I'd gone there because my parents were friends with the host's parents, and they lived, of course, next door to each other. So my parents were at one address, and I went next door to the kids' big adult child now barbecue on New Year's Eve and it was very nice of everyone to include poor weird Emmy. <laughs> when I got there I could see from my vantage point of being weird all the things they were not dealing with so my you know the friend from child from school was married to a person who was having an affair with another friend of mine from school and of course 
it was all secret. And I'm sure they kind of knew what was going on, but nobody knew how to talk about it. So it's a bit like perfect on the outside and underneath it's a cesspool of forbidden desire. (laughs) Wow. Where is Philip Roth when you need him? (laughs) Well, so I sat there and I thought quite like it's awkward when you, I've always been one of those people that can see behind the curtain of what's going on. And Lee, I'm also a bit unsure when to say what when I was a kid, I didn't quite, was that kid that said, oh, you're not wearing any clothes. Like I was that kid. And shh, it'd be a bit of this. Shh, shh, shh. Speak when spoken to. I just could never quite work that out. So I always saw the wrong thing, but I guess I was seeing what was really going on. I couldn't quite make sense of it. And so I don't know the, if it is like a standard path. Maybe it is, but there's a lot of restrictions in that path. There's a lot of um desire or needs or wants that don't get spoken and don't get discussed and it can come out sideways in malice and resentment and anger and frustration and drug use and porn (laughs) all all sorts jerry that's there we go that's some thoughts to go on with what do you make of that i I, am a little bit stunned i'm really i can both understand that the barbecue was boring and yet as you were speaking then I thought whoa this just got a hell of a lot more interesting well Uh, but yes you're saying you're saying something really profound in the sense that you've got to be weird in order to be normal or to deal with normal because normal (laughs) will just mess with you so much yeah I reckon that's the, uh, the the exhaust fumes of that normality is just going to be something that you will have to deal with somewhere down the track. Oh, okay, interesting theory. Normal is bad. Yeah. Well, it's just standard life re- scripts limited. are bad. It, limited. It, there's, a met- there lim- there's a method in it. Like I think the essence of it is true. You kind of need a job. You, you go much better if you're in a partnership. You just feel better. You need a house. Like all that stuff's good, but how you express yourself in the world is unique to you. And if you're restricting that too much, because I really am a Freudian at the heart heart of it all, Jerry, I think that lends a certain elegance and sophistication to my weirdness. (laughs) Perhaps it even justifies it. I don't know. But but there's also a truth in there somewhere. Like if you restrict yourself too much, you crack the sads, you get miserable, you eat too much sugar, you whinge a lot. You fight with your partner because you don't know how to deal with your problems. And then you just basically become a pain in the ass. <laughs> oh, what's going on today? But to yourself, you upset yourself. You know, like it's hard to be with yourself when you can't accept who you are. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true, isn't it? And yeah. now we get to the crux of it is accepting I... who you are, mm-hmm. accepting the past. Oh, yes, righto. Yep, okay, and fair enough. Well, accepting who you are means accepting, I guess, who you're going to run into, um, <laughs> well, which or maybe just that, for the yeah. record I did handle really well today. Yeah, good. Well, who, right, um, okay, well, perhaps we'll hear about that in a minute. But I think when you run into someone from your past, you might have an ongoing battle with them, for example, like ooh. some kind of, you know, like something that was never quite guns at dawn sorted out. You know, oh yeah, like who was better at 
I don't know, whatever, eating chocolate or <laughs> potentially getting that boyfriend or I don't, you know, like whatever, some some storyline that was important to them. Because I find when you run into a person like that, they'll always bring it up. They'll always remind you of whatever the battle was that they needed to win. So they it may have unfinished business. I suspect they do. But it seems like a lot of people have unfinished business with me, but I don't really, I'm a bit sort of, I don't know. I think I wasn't in the same story that they were in. So I wasn't aware of the role I was playing in their story because I was probably at the library or, you know, doing something fun. (laughs) (laughs) And I just, um, so so it's tricky to navigate when they bring up their story. You have to quickly fast, you know, go back in time and go, well, what, what role was I? You have to make sense of the role you played in their life at the time quickly so that it doesn't turn into a fist fight or maybe this is just my life I mean you know like I like I said I was a bit weird (laughs) people just wanted to have fights with me all the time this is a huge cognitive load to have in the supermarket (laughs) queue (laughs) it is it's like you're sitting there just minding your own business looking at Vogue or something boring (laughs) and um and someone goes they there's always like a needling like Oh, and have you had your hair cut? Look, it looks oh, it looks so much better. You lost a bit of weight, you know. It's all these sorts of comments. You know, you're like, okay, what do I say to that? Like, what I'd really like to say is just the truth, which is like, God, you're boring. Which is sort yeah. of true, you know. Like, if you have to yeah. talk about your haircut, or, well, this is what I think. I'm in the I'm into the inner world, Jerry, as you know. Like, you know, I like deep and interesting and connection and let's make sense of shit. Like, I'm not really yes. interested in how you look on the outside and I'm not even yes. that interested, you know. I don't really yes, care about that Yes, but that, that is stuff. us because we're used to a therapeutic setting yeah. and because yeah. we're used to um, really heavy and important stuff mm. and dealing with that you know, hopefully and on a good day as sincerely and authentically and helpfully as possible. Yeah. Everything, you can be in situations where things seem really, really exactly as you say, trivial. I well, I think there's probably something for me to. Well, I I don't want to marginalise the ordinary because you do. We the ordinary holds you together. Like you, you need it. But I think it's I just I'm usually about three steps behind when I'm talk when I meet someone like that and they're like, Okay, someone I'm trying to figure out like who did you think I was in your life and how close or far away from that identity am I today? And then I have to some if I'm in a good mood and I care a bit, I don't want to cause a fist fight, I'll try and pretend to be that old self just to get through the interaction and get my shopping and leave. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll be like, Oh yeah, I and I generally fall back on how to win friends and influence people and just give lots of compliments and, you know, be not, be nice. Oh, God, it just hurt, it cuts me to say be nice. Be so polite. Yeah. <laughs> you know, anyway, okay, yeah. where are we going with this? So, so how do you handle it? Like what do you do? You probably have a better, um, you probably have a more normal plan, I suppose. No, I don't have a normal plan at all. Uh, I think just that. I think the the interaction how the interaction goes or how much it affects you what yeah. predicts that is okay. how much you've come to terms 
with yeah. the period in your life oh, yeah. that that person represents to you. Yeah, that's probably um, true. So I, I saw true. somebody uh, today just just yep. this morning. What helped was I had my headphones in and I had a lot of props. <laughs> so I was at the cafe. I think props, props are really good. What, did you have like a magazine or something or some I, glasses? I had a newspaper. Or? I had oh, my phone. Really I had my headphones in. I had to futz around and then I went back on busy. the – <laughs> yeah, I looked busy and the environment was busy. So mm-hmm. uh, the interaction Good. was, but I really like how you put it. I really like <laughs> that you go back to the social skills you learned before eight years old. <laughs> so, hello, Mrs. So and so. How are you today? I'm well, thank you. You do, you do that something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yes, all of that is good while simultaneously looking busy. You're probably you're probably you're so so self-aware, Jerry. You're self-aware for yourself, but also for the other person. And I think you, it's hard to know who you're doing it. You're doing the self-awareness for everybody, maybe. I but I have to do, as I get older, I like making people feel uncomfortable. And then we have this we have this we have this chocolate shop down the road, down the bottom of the hill. Where wow. I know it's a shop, <laughs> and, and the lady who runs it's a bloody hoot, and she's got this chronic arthritis, which is not good. But she's so sarcastic and and she likes to give you a dig. So at some point, probably from doing therapy for years and years, I learned how to lean into that and get really close to someone. And so when she tries it on with me, I go, how are you feeling today, Lorraine? And she goes, she just says she tries to dig me, but she, because I try and deflect it. Like people that use a lot of sarcasm are really good at doing this. And I go, you're not feeling good, huh? And we sit and I hold it. We sit there. We have this face-off of sarcasm versus vulnerability. <laughs> and this is the kind of sadistic activities I like to do at the chocolate shop. When people see me and try it on, I'm like, no, we're going to feel this. We're, we're all going to feel this. <laughs> I am so impressed. I can barely Speak. I'm so what did you just say? It was a face off of sarcasm versus vulnerability. Yeah, versus vulnerability. I'm like, how are you feeling today, Lorraine? Is it are you in a bit of pain? Yeah. It's it's hard to live without arthritis, isn't it? You know, because you might lose the use of your hands. Oh. <laughs> I know this. Well, you've got to master cruelty, right? To deal with cruelty, you got to, and she's really cruel because she's really like, uh, like she's a character. She's a real card. She's really resentful. <laughs> she and she likes to ladle it on to everyone. So she comes down, like you buy some chocolate, and she'll say, "Should you really have that? <laughs> Should you? Is that you? Ha- you were just in yesterday, weren't you? <laughs> like, <laughs> so you have this face off about who's more inadequate." <laughs> I am absolutely stunned. It's sort of like the opposite of chocolat. It's 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 the opposite of that uh, narrative about the stranger so comes funny. into town and nurtures people or gives them what they need with a special oh. spell. It's like oh, the absolute opposite. Yeah, I love it. I and the love chocolate's only it. kind of always ninety yeah. percent yeah. cacao. You I can't say that word in the wrong direction. No. You, you, you don't really need she's she's just she's a character this is the kind of neighborhood I feel at home in like <laughs> it's sort of love there you understand each other what you're saying is I see you I see you I'm on to you 
and we're still talking. <laughs> There's something real I'm about that conversation. <laughs> that that makes me think that the meta message when I run into people is, <laughs> "I don't see you. Please don't see me." Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's where we're going. Let's just see our social selves and move on. Oh, oh God, I loved her. She's sat, I think she's actually sold the shop now, which is a bloody disgrace. But I kind of. It was a crutch I was using a while ago now. Sadly, I've evolved. Or at least my weight, the scale told me I had to. So <laughs> she was so funny. Anyway, enough of that talk. It's wrong, isn't it? Um, She's, yes. I loved doing that with her. I loved playing that game with her. It was so funny. She, she was funny. She had a sense of humor. Geez, she ladled it on. God, she ladled it right on. <laughs> wow. Wow. Was the so, chunk any good? It was all right. Well, it was gluten free. That was the main attraction because at the time we were having massive reactions to wheat. So boring, bloody remedial diet issues. So boring. Yeah. But it's just life, isn't it? What can you do? You deal with it. Right. What are we talking about here? Oh, yes. Dealing with the past. Okay. Yeah. God, let's go back to that. That's that snooze. <laughs> I mean, there's more. I've got even more. Because- okay, oh, well, you keep going, and you, you've got you've always got a bit of a plan, which is really amazing. Must be that oh, clinical no, side training. I don't have a plan. <laughs> I <laughs> I've got so. I have been through phases in my life where yeah. I seek out the past. Usually, oh, right. this involves trolling through Facebook. Good um, I'm stalking, not on Facebook, yes. So I have to no, smart. To my partner, which he's oh, just really, make a false account. Yeah, he's not really happy with that. It must be said. no, because he cause he so gets she, he gets yeah. Well, all right, fair enough. That's like that. That's the amateur stalking strategy, Jerry. But the, okay, <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's all I've got. And not to worry, I'm channeling a bit of Lorraine from the chocolate shop. Sorry, I just needed to get rid of that. Uh, no, <laughs> that's going. okay. We we love Lorraine. Yeah. Um, oh, she's great. Yeah, anyway, you know, I think, so you're I stalking. Think if you have an Ocker name, Narelle Lorraine, <laughs> Lorraine, Lorraine. Um, Thelma, she was great. Oh, jeez. Pat, yeah, you have to Margaret. Maybe I'd even put in there. Um, I love, oh, yes, I Margaret. You know, still out on that name. It, you, you need the persona to go with it. Um, I loved her. I do love her. I just, I can't really do sarcasm as well as she could. She was so good at it. God, I was trying to study her. I wanted to become her just for a little bit. You know, people who are really good at sarcasm is a terrible thing, but it's terrible. It's like your skin gets ripped off you when someone does it really well. It's not a great, but it's a dark gift. It's a dark ability, but I can't do it. Well, no, something stops me. Anyway, I was trying to study her to get it, to practice it. But, but anyway, back, we're talking about two different things. Back to your past stuff, Jerry. No, That's more no, interesting. I, I want to go in the direction of sarcasm because oh, okay. sarcasm is the spice of life. If you are in a culture <laughs> or yeah. a environment where sarcasm is frowned upon, mm-hmm. it becomes very super, super polite and super, super no, that's true. Super, super bland and even a little robotic. And the classic mm. example of that is when Australians visit America and it seems like oh 
Oh, Nobody bless. is ever sarcastic, or at least not in in public life, not in in. Their I don't think Americans get irony. They don't seem to in their when if you their comedy shows don't seem to use a lot of irony. So sarcasm is like a weaker form of irony. I mean, it can have more punch, but to be really ironic shows a lot of intelligence. It shows deep understanding of the truth. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. The sarcasm's tricky because, like, I, oh man, some clients, like, you can't, what do you think about this? You, I don't think, I think using sarcasm in therapy is really dangerous because it's hard to control unless you know your client really well and they use sarcasm themselves, like maybe, but I don't know. Like, it can really backfire. What do you think? Yeah, uh, I, um, yeah, I don't know. Marsha Linehan, um, yeah, what is she saying? about being irreverent and I sort of think that's a bit cultural as well. I feel like saying, yeah, yeah got it, Marsha. I can be irreverent. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, stop talking now. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, it disturbs. When you use humour in therapy, it, it bumps the predominant storyline a little bit and it gives it, it bumps the person's point of attention into a new way of, seeing themselves, especially if they give you feedback by laughing, it means that they, they get something about what they're telling you. Like there's an alternative way of looking at it. So it, it's, it bumps the dominant paradigm they're living in. And But to use sarcasm to do that, well, maybe I just don't have the skills to do that. Maybe is probably what I'm realising. Uh, we no, just can't I agree do it. with you. It's high risk. And why be high risk? Yeah, well, it's just... Yeah, but I've got a couple of clients that are really sarcastic and they are the trickiest to, to, because you, you on the surface you might think, oh, yeah, we can we can use sarcasm here, but when you use sarcasm, it's not that it's right or wrong, it's just that it's it does something to you, you know? Yeah. Like a, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out what that is at the moment. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Do, do you constantly run into people not really I, I when I was younger I did I, I sort of live further out of the secret city now but when I was younger I lived more in the center of town and it, it, it's tricky I think when you've moved on and you've had moved on a few times because they might remember you from like a school environment or maybe even a first year of uni in a very loosely social situation and of course you're growing and changing all through that, that those those years so when you meet them they remember you from whenever you and were in their life but you're not that may not be that person anymore so it's hard to I remember yeah. being at I can't name the festival without revealing the secret city <laughs> <laughs> but anyway let's say sorry a, I just find know, that hilarious <laughs> Uh, well, I was at a festival uh, in my secret city. Suburbs like to have festivals, let's say it like that. So, suburbs such a terrible name, like like districts kind of more Neighbourhoods. <laughs> it depends on how it, big well, you're referring to. But, yeah, we don't have the right words in English, do we? Well, um, I suppose the, the older suburbs of my secret city have, have festivals and... I was at one of the aforementioned festivals, so, you know, like the full festival experience, music, close all the streets, the whole the whole show. I ran into someone from high school and it was like the only shared, his, you know, we were both stuck there trying to be polite to each other and the only shared history we had was being at, that, at the school we went to. 
that, that was really it. We didn't really have it. And our lives didn't really interlace in, in any other way. There wasn't really anything. I didn't feel we had a connection at the time. In high, she was a nice enough person. Nice. Again, nice. Yeah. But we, we didn't really share anything. So I didn't actually know what to say. Or how, yeah. to, how to, it was like we were total strangers, really. But we kind of knew each other's name. Yeah, that that's pretty deep, isn't it? The other disturbing thing that has just popped into my head is I think we're having a big whinge about running into people. Um, yeah. And sometimes, for the record, sometimes it can be a gift. Um, yeah, sure. Not sure if we actually have any examples of that, but you know, <laughs> theoretically. In theory, so, it's a potential. In theory. <laughs> Uh, However, I think we've passed the point. Don't you think that people we went to high school with would not actually recognise us and we would not recognise them? Has ageing just made that a non-problem for us? Um, Mm. Well, I think, I don't know, it's a good question. I suppose we will find out. We will find out. We will um, find out as we festival go in our city of origin. We, <laughs> Should we, that um, ever come up? Well, look, I, I know this is a terrible thing to say, but it's probably because of my weirdness. But I just found most people I knew in my childhood pretty dull and boring. And the most exciting thing they had was dissing on each other, which is like after you've seen that for a bit and you've acquired a level of sarcastic skill, it's kind of like we've done that, I'll wipe the floor with you, whatever. You know, there's there's nothing else going on. So I don't, I I think the person I was way back when was really kind of not really very self-expressed. I was kind of like a bit cardboard, a bit, I was, because culture really restricts your self-expression and in our sunny original state, as you know, at times it was a bit of a police state. There was a lot of restriction that was overt and covert and, and a lot of, I would call it hidden interpersonal violence that was sometimes sanctioned or institutionalised and sometimes it wasn't. But people were not very, there was a, like there was a background of violence everywhere as it was my memory of, of, of being there. There was a background of you don't say that, you can't do that. There's a lot of a can't, don't and shouldn't as opposed yes. to let's explore this, let's try and see what what's going on here, let's, um, you know, Let's see, meet each other even. It was actually quite hard to meet and make friends with anybody. Yes. But maybe that's me. It could be just me. I never really got the answer to that question. No, I'm, this is matching uh, my experience. And what I wonder, I wonder if it's still like that or if that place is frozen in time for us. Um, yeah, it might be. If, if, we went, what, yeah. if we went well, back had- there, would everybody be frolicking around being friendly and authentic? authentic and having barbecues <laughs> that reflect a diversity of life scripts. Uh, so well, they, there was, I think Queensland had some serious development from about 1990 onwards and they had World Expo in 1988, which was massive. South Bank had a big facelift. And, oh, I remember oh, it. Oh, yeah, I think we all remembered. It was like, gosh, wealth came to town and suddenly Virgin's headquarters were there and we had cheap flights out of the place. 
you could not get out of Brisbane for less than 650 bucks way either way back like airfares were still like triple what they are now and so I I think I think it, it might just be frozen in time for us we may be refugees of a lost culture Jerry that's not quite romantic I think I, I could yes, maybe own it, that. it sounds so romantic. quite romantic, but we <laughs> both know it was not. It was, not, it was full of sunburn and mo- mozzies. <laughs> and not and enough bad of bad public transport. <laughs> oh, mate, don't even. Oh, I'm not, I don't have enough energy to recall that today. But, yes, the public transport was terrible. Oh, geez, that was bad. That was, I, got, I, I was living like something like 20 minutes from campus where my my parents lived and it took me three buses and two and a half hours to get home yeah yeah and yeah. everybody and just, you oh, needed a car this is terrible desperately. Yeah, i know and of course my parents didn't believe in that so <laughs> they come straight off the farm you don't buy things you don't need there's a bus just it's good enough <laughs> yeah yeah and there was a bit of this stop whinging no, we're not listening to it. There was a lot of we're not listening to it. When I was a child, we had to walk through the desert without thongs. <laughs> you know, like, just. Yeah. And I, that's I can, not, and like, it's not true. <laughs> I can remember walking. Well, it, it, it was true for that secret city. I can remember walking yeah. really far just to get Me places too. because you may oh, as well God. walk rather than wait for the bus an hour. Um, oh, can I, I've got to tell you a whinge about that particular medical specialist at the barbecue we've spoken about on this episode. Lots of confidentiality and privacy. So this person had a car, bastard, and I was always sort of loitering around trying to look friendly and hoping to get because they lived near my parents. So it was one night she's, we were driving down Fred Chanel Drive. Like she was, oh, great, great. Lift home from the library, great. And she's like, oh, I'm going home. I can give you a lift. Anyway, we get to the bottom of Fred Chanel Drive and she goes, actually, I think I need to go and just um, to mum's work. Uh, I'm not going to go home now. <laughs> this, this is the story of my that life. surprise. Yeah, yeah. I'll just drop you at the bus stop. I'm like, oh. And I was quite, I was a genius when it came to all the bus lines in Brisbane. So this particular bus stop was about four buses removed from my home. <laughs> so it was going to take me till I think it was about seven o'clock. It was going to take me till eleven to get home. Anyway, just and we hadn't even left campus yet. Mm. Uh, so the word "bitch" is not it's strong enough <laughs> to express my. But there was nothing you could say because it was like if you didn't have a car, yeah, you yeah. may as well have um, had a wheelbarrow. And that would have helped, actually. A wheelbarrow would have helped me carry those bloody books home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, anyway. It was it was tough times. Also, we didn't have podcasts or... No, there's no podcasts. I, no, none of that. How did we all amuse ourselves waiting for public transport for I think so it long? Was, was it was oh mate I that's I think I well I was I think I was at the library <laughs> I think that's what I used to do I love still love the smell of the library that's musty yeah yeah paper smell very very comforting um yeah about libraries even today I yeah know. yeah we better Good go. Times. We well, better we go, go soon, Emmy. Yeah, because <laughs> um, I'm feeling a bit saddy poo about. Oh. 
people waiting for public transport. (laughs) People battling their bomby cars because that's the other side of that. Oh, no. Yeah, I finally got a bomb for a car. Oh, I had to do deals with my parents. And I like some of it. This is when I discovered I had supernatural powers because that was the only currency available to me. I I had like, I think I had a, I had a couple of terrible jobs. And this is this is very sad. You're right. There's no way we can make this kind of uplifting and inspiring. But anyway, I got my got myself a car. I thought you know it was sort of like I did some sort of wave gest magical gesture. Cross my fingers and hope for the best. Anyway, the car, dad started to get this car together. And, and in the beginning, I was going to own the thing. Like It was so overwhelming to me. I think I rejected it because I couldn't imagine myself as a car owner. <laughs> so, the, so then he was like, no, well, we'll own the car. You can use it. So there was all this hidden control in our cult, in the culture in Queensland. It was like, no, no, we're not going to let you off the reins ever. We're going to hang on to you forever. So the only so the only answer to that was to just cut everything and go. Yeah, yeah. I isn't it? It's so interesting that we both have very different stories where cars Mm. feature prominently. (laughs) Uh, You haven't heard my stories, but um, okay. Suffice to say there was a lot about right. different forms of public transport and <laughs> different kinds of cars, but very prominent and the jobs and all of that. Oh, yeah. But isn't it strange that we both have a kind of a sense of flatness about that aspect of our yeah, past? Yeah, it's not, it's not, it wasn't good, like, when I look back on it. And at the same time, it was also the only game in town. Mm. Like, yeah, it was the only, I think by the time I got to about just the end of the degree on um, doing, I did, I did arts and then I did honours like with, with you, but I was like, I can't, I can't stay here. There is no future for me in this place. I will just get crushed over and over and over again. And, and that was just the reality. And that, that and I think maybe maybe because I was weird, I was like, it was easier to recognize that I couldn't get involved. It was like there was a culture of bullying going on. I mean, I don't know if bullying is a strong enough word. It's suppression, repression, violence, like low-grade interpersonal violence all the time. I just thought there's no way I can survive here. I've got no allies and there'll be no opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. And even and then, so, so, but and then I kind of, you know, it's helpful being able to go backpacking, <laughs> leave Australia. Yeah, I discovered I, that the rest, the rest of the world's not like that necessarily. Like it's not as extreme. I mean, it, there are other problems, of course, but yes, yes, yes. I, it, I just, I know this is very clinical psychology, but oh, what's yeah. an action point to make? It oh, you different? want an action point. I, and I guess it is okay. in my secret city, even though it's awkward to run into people, I have to be right. friendly to strangers. I have to say, hey, <laughs> sure. your life script is okay. <laughs> well, you can, well, there are options, Jerry. You can do that or you can do the Lorraine maybe intervention. I can, <laughs> maybe I can really just do brave. that with a gesture like, hey, <laughs> all right. Oh, man. Even though this is so- weird, I'm supporting you. <laughs> 
Oh, no. Well, I think there's a skill to putting on a mask and playing a role when needed. Like, I, I don't think that's a bad thing, is it? Like, you, you know, if you're talking to someone who you got to kind of gauge their level of potential connection. And if yes. they're more afraid of themselves than they are, of you know, you seeing them, then you, it's probably better just not to disturb them in their festy cesspool of fear. <laughs> You know, like I think, well, I've got my own clients. I've got enough to do. I'm not going to bloody take on more, especially if you're not paying me. You don't get access to this without some kind of fee. (laughs) 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 This this is. um, (laughs) I just need a supported gesture, like, hey, right on. You want a gesture. (laughs) I'm just trying, I'm trying to, now I'm trying to put myself in your shoes and figure out how the hell I would handle the woofty, the woofty secret city (laughs) young encounters. It's always it easier. It depends on who it is, I suppose. It, yeah. it, well, it yeah. depends on one's state of mind. Sometimes you're in yeah. a good state of mind yeah, and it's enough. all okay. What Everything's all okay because you're not in the secret state of origin. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> the maroons. The maroons. Um, and sometimes everything's okay, you know, when you're wearing a puffy vest. I think if you're that, wearing I love a puffy a, yes. vest or yes. if you're wearing you a particular Uniqlo yeah. item that makes you feel good. yes. There you go. See, that's your armour, isn't it? You feel yeah, yourself in those Yeah, but the clothes. puffy vest okay. just says, hey, I'm all right. My torso is yeah, warm. cool. And my arms are ready <laughs> for action. <laughs> And and it, and you can pump, you've pumped your own tires. You pump the, the vest looks pumpy. Like <laughs> you can. No, it says I. It says I pump my own tires. I'm I'm okay. I don't I don't need your approval. Actually. <laughs> yeah. 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 And yet it's not a puffer jacket, which oh no, it's more of an like, urge to fit in. <laughs> So you're not as extreme as me, maybe. I don't know. Okay, well, I don't know. I think you put on a mask as required. You just do the social, do the social skills you learned under the age of six or eight or whatever. And yeah, I mean, isn't isn't that what most most people want? Like most people, I I think I find it a strange desire. But most people don't want to really know themselves or other people. Which I don't know how they live. Well, then they come and see me, (laughs) and that changes. Let me tell you, that changes. Good times. <laughs> or unsuspecting <I'm>... people. <laughs> well, I point out that we can't go on this way because it's making us miserable. <laughs> and they like finally they if they keep coming, they're like, okay, we'll do this. We'll do this thing. We'll we'll start being me. I'll start accepting my weirdness and get on with it. And my like it's great when you use this on couples. Oh man, couple work. I love working with couples when everyone gets on board because it's like a great big fun game then. But that's another story, isn't it, Jerry? I haven't been very focused this session, have I? Once no, again, like you're, you're no, I haven't. We've been. I've, it's, I feel like I've let the side down. Must no, be that, not, that, not at all. The yeah. barbecue story. I'm still <laughs> processing. Story. I'm still processing. I know. Me. me too. I'll just drop you at the bus stop oh, while I go and may or may not have an affair. Was, <laughs> yeah. Well, she was the one where her later. See, I got my own back because her I, at the bu- at the barbecue like 15 years later I could see her husband and our other friend were getting it on (laughs) and I thought there is justice in this world you just need to wait no one gets away with anything (laughs) 
Okay, if you've ever violated the IMI code of public transport and lift giving, you need to be very, yeah, very afraid rude. of your karma. Be, yeah, it, there's a universal law that gets enacted down the line. Anyway, good, okay, good I'm totally right. freaked out about my past. <laughs> All right, we better bugger off. Yeah, All so right. Until I next will. time. Bye. See you, Jerry. Bye. See ya.